0: The of thy word give it light, it give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Tessia Lascala. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down to earth teaching the servant of the lord bishop francis philip Asamoah. this message will revive restore and refresh as you receive god's word through bishop francis please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages god bless you and enjoy the message
1: hallelujah The Lord is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Father Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Some of you might be wondering what's going on, but when you live in an environment, when God blesses you with miracle after miracle, you understand. Are you here with me? Yes. So, this is our opportunity to worship and be grateful to the God who has given us all these wonderful miracles up to this morning. Sister Jay, how is the knee? Tell us about your knee. Just this morning, first service.
0: Hallelujah. Before I came to the first service, I was in a serious pain. I couldn't stand. A few moments I feel like my leg will break. So when I came, I told um, the priest that he should do my work for me. But later after uh, Bishop prayed for me, it's not like that anymore. I am cool.
1: Has it gone now? Yes, please. It's totally gone. Yes,
0: please. Give the
1: Lord some glory. So, this morning, she was doing interpretation, sitting down. Do You get it. And by the time we finished praying, the pain had gone down. But it hadn't gone totally. Yes, please. But now it's gone totally. Yes, please. Give the Lord some glory. Amen. Amen. Last week, we had others. You see, so when you see that I'm singing, you make my life so beautiful, I know what it means. Because God, up to this morning, two people got healed in the service up to this morning.
0: Hallelujah. Up to
1: this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. And when God is in the business of working signs and wonders and uh, giving people miracles. The best we can do is to appreciate him and create an environment in which he will enjoy to give us miracles. Are you here with me? Put your hands together for the Lord. So when you see us worshipping a Lord and doing all those kind of things, that's the reason why, because... We see what God does for us week after week. It's not month after month. It's week after week. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Are
1: you there with me? Yes. Beautiful. Isn't it wonderful?
0: Very wonderful.
1: How long have you had this pain in the knee? Or it started this morning?
0: Uh, this morning it was very severe.
1: So it's been there for some time? Yes, please. Wow. Receive total healing in the and name of Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. So, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. You get it. When you want God to be around you, you should give him praise. Hallelujah. You should worship him. And because that's the environment he loves. And he starts to give miracles. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? You know, I was in my office today where one brother came to see me. I'm sure at a point. Michael, are you here somewhere? You know, not this Michael, the other Michael. Ajay. This is Opare. Yes, I know my Michaels. You know, and he came to tell me that when we were preaching, name it, claim it, take it. Yeah, through that preaching, he's got a job. Yeah, he said that I said something, I don't even remember what I said. But yeah, he's, he's got a job, you know. He's got a job through that. So he came to tell, I have a testimony, and he came to my office today to tell, you recorded that testimony, right? Yeah. He came to share. Amen. On Sunday, I don't know where I told, on Sunday, uh, another shepherd brought somebody to my office. The, the guy had gone to dance or something, and he landed on his head. So, yeah, so he had a problem with his neck. So, uh, 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 Evelyn, are you here? They are all not here yet. You know, so he brought this boy to my office. Evelyn, are you there? What I'm saying, is it true or is it exaggerated? It's true. Yeah. And then when he came, come. Hello? It's our church. I'm also going to talk about these five new books. Evelyn.
0: You brought somebody to my
1: office on Sunday.
0: Yes, please. What
1: was his problem?
0: Please, he, he went to the uh, seashore. Hold shore. your mic up a bit. He went to the seashore, and he normally do the training of rolling. Rolling? Yes.
1: And then he landed where?
0: On his head.
1: And what happened to him?
0: And he broke his neck.
1: Well, I don't think he broke his neck because he'll be paralyzed if he did, but something happened to the neck. Do you get it? And you brought him. Okay. So
0: when we went.
1: So he couldn't come to church? No. So then what happened?
0: So when we went and I asked him, well, what happened? And he told me the prayer. I said he should go and change. So okay. That he should change. Yes. And come so that I'll take him to bishop. Okay. So when I brought him, I told him anytime he will go, he should have patience. I said, okay. So he was sitting down quiet.
1: How and long did, did you wait outside? About one hour. Don't think so. It wasn't up to an hour. Yes. Okay.
0: So, and then what happened? So later, Bishop called me in and I brought him. So when he went to Bishop, Bishop asked him, like, is he schooling? And he said, oh, yes. And he asked him about the family. I said he was the only one boy. And what work are you going to do in future? I know he said like, he said like, it will be a pastor. I yeah. was like, oh, then Bishop was asking and he said, oh, if that is the case, yeah, this work, this training you are doing is not matching with what you wanted to do in future. Wow. so So later, he prayed for the family, and he said we should go. So we went outside, and I told him that he should check the pain that is there. So the boy checked, and was like, I thought he was feeling pain all over his shoulders. So he, he couldn't raise up. Yeah. So first he did like this, and he said, ah, it's gone. So he did like this to check. You know, the pain is also there. Yeah.
1: Totally gone, isn't it? Yes. Then on Tuesday you brought me somebody else.
0: Yes, a woman. And
1: that one too. What was the problem? She
0: said she couldn't sleep, and the family too. If she can't sleep, she will wake everybody. So imagine you are going to school in the morning.
1: Forgive. Are you listening? Now, do you understand why we sing? Great are you, Lord, and greatly to Now, do you understand why we sing that song? Do you, not, do you understand why we sing that song? That's why we sing the songs. So you may have just come and you don't know why we are singing, but we we, we know what God is doing. Hallelujah. And we know
0: why we are worshipping him.
1: And what happened?
0: So I brought the woman on Tuesday. Yes. And after we went up to see Bishop. Yeah. So he told Bishop that she can't sleep. And Bishop prayed for her. So we went. So when he was going, she was like, hey, I can see you. As she was walking in the night, she's an old one. She, she said, ah, I can see Claire. Pa. So we went home. Why? She
1: couldn't see Claire before?
0: I don't even know that one. Hey. Yes.
1: So now she, said she, she was saying she could see Claire. Yes. And then what happened?
0: So I escorted and I went home. In the morning, I was passed by to my work. And she said she slept in the night. Wow. So the next day, too. And the
1: next, two, next day, what and, happened?
0: And the next day, too, she told me that, hey, she's even tired of sleeping. Because any time, seconds pass, she will sleep. So yesterday, I passed by, and she was still sleeping on a bench somewhere.
1: Wow. Yes. Give the Lord some glory. I, is it when you can't sleep, I call it insomnia. I'm a, an A student, insomnia, isn't it? So she had something like insomnia, isn't it? And now she can sleep. Yeah, and not only that, he said that even her sight. Yes. He said, and now I can, in the night, he said that in the night, now I can see. Hey, give the Lord some glory. When I remember, there's a song with, When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back anymore when i remember what the lord has done i will never go back anymore oh no 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 for Jesus. God bless you, Evelyn. Hallelujah. So, I want you to know that God is not asleep. God is working in our lives. People are getting jobs. Was it this service that somebody shared a financial testimony? It was this service. Hallelujah. Yeah. May you also receive your financial breakthrough. That's a financial break to everybody. So receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, that is why we worship. So don't get annoyed when we are singing. Don't get annoyed when we say worship the Lord. Rather worship the Lord. And before you realize, you'll also be getting a testimony or a miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. Before I start preaching today, oh, I think you should clap for the Lord one more time. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Yeah. God is good to us. Amen. God is good to us. There were two, one has gone. There was also a man who also had the same name. I made them climb the stairs, everything. You get it? Yeah. More miracles. Just today. Yeah. Now, our father, Bishop Duckyward Mills, has released five books, and um, I just want to talk about them briefly. He said, "Be thou faithful unto death." Amen. Be thou what unto death. This one. Amen. You want it? Do you want it? Give me a gift after 50 and above. Hallelujah. Then we have seeing and hearing. Seeing and hearing is something very important. Hallelujah. And this book will really bless you. And I I would like to even use a testimony to talk about this book. You know, um, I remember when I was a missionary, and I was going to have a crusade, then I said to myself that um, I can't have a crusade without miracles. So how do I get a crusade with miracles? How do you do it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Then, I, those days, we used to have CDs and DVDs. So when you come to Accra for a meeting, Then you go and you get some DVDs. And then you, because those times we didn't have this uh, YouTube podcast and those things were not there. So I carried some of these DVDs along. So when I looked through, then I saw that, oh, I have some of the Healing Jesus Crusade videos. So I took one. And, you know, I think I had a sound system or something. those days, they used to have the sound system that can, it play the DVD, you connect it to your TV, then the sound will come, something like that. I don't know whether they are still around, but there was something like that. Then I was watching the video of Bishop Doug preaching at a crusade. Then after he had finished preaching, and I think he had done the altar call, then he started um, ministering to the sick. Are you here with me? So then I was watching it. Now when I finished watching it, then I also started uh, my small crusade in this mission field then as we were going along, then I realized that the miracles started happening. It's called hearing and seeing. Amen. It's called what? Hearing and seeing. It has an effect on you. What you hear. You see, if you watch pornography, it will have an effect on you. Amen. If you watch Rambo, it will have an effect on you. If you watch profanity and listen to profanity, it has an effect on you. But also, when you watch and hear the word of God, it also has an effect on you. Amen. You see, one day, let me tell you another one. This is a very important book. Uh, There was a man of God called uh, Henry Madava. I think in Ukraine. For the first time, normally, you see that sometimes when you you don't hear certain diseases. This man came. He said he's praying for those with dental problems. And he prayed for people with dental problems. And they got healed. Then I saw that, no. Then I also want to pray for people with dental problems. Are you here with me? Because what? I have seen. I was hearing and seeing. Are you here with me? I'm telling you why this book is important. So I'm a living testimony as I'm standing here that if you will hear and if you will see, something will happen to you. Oh, yes. All right. So this book, very important. Hallelujah. Oh, nobody's taking this book from my hand. Somebody should take it. It's how much do you have? It's not through. It's promotion. It's uh, this thing. Is not less than 50. LP. Not less than. Then we have Weeping and Gnashing. Weeping and Gnashing. Another important book. Okay? And there are seven prophecies of weeping and gnashing. Hallelujah. You know, I have had a vision about hell before. I want to tell you that it's not a place you would want to be. It's not what? No. Amen. I, I have seen leaders. I saw, I saw pastors there. Amen. I mean, people I know. Not, it's not people I don't know. It's people I know. I saw them there. That's why this book is important. There are seven prophecies of weeping and gnashing in this book. Help me, help me again. When when you go, you go with the book, but you come with the money. Then we have what we call predestination. 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 Predestination is real. Hallelujah. I remember... One day, one of my pastors, he saw me doing some things. Then he said, I'll do some. And when he went and he was doing the psalm, then the psalm was not doing. So he realized that there is something more to it. Hallelujah. Now, we've come to a time where many Christians no longer understand some of the doctrines of Christianity. So if you take a subject like predestination, If you take a subject like even justification, sanctification, propitiation, these are all Christian doctrines and subjects that now the average Christian no longer understands. Not you, Pastor Christian, but Christians. (laughs) Amen. Are you here with me? Clap for Pastor Christian. Pastor Christian is a Christian. <laughs> and he's also a pastor. Are you here with me? So, predestination this is a book that will help you understand predestination and not only understand, but it will also show you what God has in mind for you. So, we have predestina- predestined to be something, predestined to do something, predestined for the seven blessings. Predestined to live forever. Predestined for judgment. How predest- predestination affects your ministry. How predestination affects your life. The predestination of Jesus. Also a very important book. Help you, help me again. Hallelujah. Then finally, we have going deeper and doing more. You know, when I, when I was a Christian in secondary school, I think um, one day my father made a comment because I think that when I was in secondary school, I was an average student. I wasn't a very, I wasn't a top student. I was an average. So my pastor, my, my, my father said that even if you want to become a pastor, then I said, ah, but I've not said I want to be a pastor. I'm just a Christian. I had not thought about being a pastor. Are you here with me? Yeah, I had not thought about it. I was not thinking. I, I didn't have a vision at that time to be a pastor. What happened to me was that by the time I was finishing university, I had seen some things happening in my life. And when I saw what was happening, I said, Hey, so all these things that are happening, am I called or am I not called? And I said that based on what I see, I believe I'm called. Let me just go and do the work. That's how I became a pastor. I didn't, I didn't get a vision about that. Are you here? Now, the average Christian comes to church on Sunday and goes, and goes home. But we've come to a point where every Christian has to go deeper and do more. Hallelujah. So, this book teaches all of us how to go deeper and do more. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yes. yes. Some time ago, now, now, have you noticed politicians, they have Facebook page, they have Instagram. Look, I can promise you that just five years ago, they didn't have all those things. Maybe ten, five, ten years ago. We did, those things were not, but now, if you don't go deeper and do certain things, you are out. Hallelujah. And when it comes to Christianity, the same. We have to go deeper and do more. And this book is to help us understand why even we should go deeper and why we should do more. How God takes you deeper. Go deeper in your love and do more. Go deeper in the anointing and do more. Go deeper and win more souls. Go deeper and build more. Go deeper into wisdom and do more. Go deeper and be more fruitful. Go deeper into knowledge. Go deeper by the art of repetition. Hallelujah. That's this book. Help you. Are you putting down the books? Okay, somebody says it wants the book. Is it? Uh huh. Okay. You want it? All right. Give me another one. Give her another one. Going deeper and doing more. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. So, we have a few copies. You pick, you pick up one and encourage bishop to write more. That's why the lowest, these are promotional books. So, maybe the Lord touches you to give 1,000 CDs for the book. It's okay. You can do that. So, it's not like we are saying everybody should. Maybe you can even give 2,000. Do it. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? And it will be of help. Somebody clap for Jesus. How many are being blessed today? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be encouraged. Your miracle is on the way. Amen. Good. The other thing I'll tell you about miracles is this. Miracles are supposed to draw your attention. Amen. Miracles are supposed to show you that God is alive. And it's to tell you that you too start drawing to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So miracles are not just for the sake of miracles. But God uses miracles to draw your attention to him. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. Somebody clap for the Lord. We've been talking about labor to be blessed. Amen. And uh, in the first service, I was sharing from chapter four, labor for a blessing. We started last week, and today I want to go into a few points. We have nine points, but we are probably looking at just one of them today. Hallelujah. All right. How many want to be blessed? You all want to be blessed. How many would like a blessing? Everybody would love a blessing. Are you here with me? Every, and may you be blessed in the name of Jesus. I said, may you be blessed in the name of Jesus. May you be blessed in the name of Jesus. Yes. The last time I checked, um, dollar is now 12 point something. Yeah, it's 12 point something. Look, even if it becomes 15 point something, because you are blessed. I said, because you are blessed, you'll be okay. Somebody say, I am blessed. Somebody say, I am blessed. Somebody say, say, I'm highly favored. Somebody say, all shall be well with me. Well with me. It, doesn't ha- it doesn't matter what happens in the country. I am, I am blessed. By the way, Ghana is blessed. And one of the reasons why Ghana is blessed, because whenever we sing our anthem, we say, God bless our homeland, Ghana. God bless her our- Every time, God bless our... God, God bless our... God. So you see that all these pandemics, epidemics, Ebola came, it couldn't really... Uh, What civil unrest in other countries, it could not, you see all the things, some way, somehow it doesn't seem to affect us in a certain way, because the country is blessed, because everybody keeps singing, God bless, it is a prayer every time the whole country we say, God bless our homeland Ghana, so one of the things about us as Ghanaians that we should be grateful for, it looks like we are blessed, somebody say we are blessed All our roads may not be tired, but we are blessed. It used to be one to one. Now it's one to twelve, but we are what? Yes. I tell you, put your hands together for the Lord. So it's not all the time that we should complain. Sometimes we have to give glory to God. Are you here with me? It's not, I mean, every time something is bad, you are blessed. Just just go to uh, uh, some country where they are fighting. And then you realize that you are blessed. Amen. You are here with me. All right. So point number one, labor for a blessing by keeping his commandments. Hallelujah. Labor for a blessing by what? Keeping his commandments. Are you here with me? In Psalm 112, verse 103, the Bible says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, and that delighteth greatly in his commandments. He delighteth what? Greatly in his commandments. What does it mean to delight Greatly in his commandments, some people greatly delight in newspapers. Do they still sell newspapers? Yes. Some greatly delight in BBC News. Amen. Some greatly delight in CNN. When he wakes up and he stretches, before he will think of prayer, he will pray. What is CNN? What is happening? Hey. Uh, what is uh, Ukraine doing? What is Russia doing? Hey, uh, what? what the, so have they buried the queen? You see, those are the things. That, there's nothing wrong with that. But you greatly delight in news, you know, especially uh, those of us who are a bit older, you see. It, it's like if the news is not even on, you can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like when the news is on, then you can. So the moment somebody makes the mistake to turn off the radio, then you wake up. And one would have thought that when they turn it off, you'll be able to sleep better. But when they turn it off, no, then you wake up. Ah, who has put off the radio? Hey. Hey, Am I talking to strangers or it doesn't happen? Does it happen? Does it happen? Hey. What do you think? Yeah. But it says that blessed is the one That delighteth greatly in what? CNN. Greatly in BBC. uh, Greatly in Yen News. Greatly in what? His commandments. Hallelujah. His what? Commandments. Now, how can we greatly delight in his commandments? Let me read you another scripture and we'll go into that. Psalm And the verse number 2, it says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Can, can Can we read that verse together? Ready? Go. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Can we take it one more time? Ready? Go. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Somebody clap for Jesus. The word of God doesn't just happen to you, it must be your delight. It must be your delight. What happens to that person? Go to verse number three. It says that, verse three. But his, verse three. Psalm someone, 1, someone, verse three. Psalm 1, verse three. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. The person who greatly delights in the commandments of God, he will be like a tree planted by the river of endless supply. Are you here with me? Yeah. Then what else will happen? And he will bring forth fruit in his season, and his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doth, shall prosper. You see, the person who greatly delights in the law of the Lord, whatever he does, it shall prosper. His leaves will not wither. And then what? He will bear fruit in his season. And then he is always planted where there is everything he will ever need. Hallelujah. But it only happens... When we delight greatly in His commandments, now turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, "Where is your Bible?" Turn to another neighbor and say, "Where is your Bible?" Hey, hey! So greatly delighting, and I'm staying with this. There are nine points. I can. I'm staying with just one point. You see, greatly delighting in the God's commandments, it starts by finding your Bible. Uh, don't, don't tell me your Bible is on your phone. Can I preach to you now? Can I preach to you? Hallelujah. Don't tell me it's on your phone. Don't tell me it's on your phone. Where is your Bible? That's your Bible that you are saying is on your phone. How many times have you read it? Even though Bible comes after Facebook, some way somehow, when you are going to press on the Bible, then it will slip, and then land on the Facebook, and then land on Instagram, and then land on TikTok. But you realize that the person. Who is laboring for a blessing? You can't labor for a blessing by greatly delighting in TikTok. Greatly delighting in Instagram. Greatly delighting in Facebook. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? All these things, they have their benefits. But these things have arrested you. Even when it comes to, oh, let me read my Bible. As you open the phone, oh, let me check what is happening on Facebook, I'll come back to the Bible. And you realize that you are never able to come back to your Bible. If I'm talking to somebody, I say, yes, Bishop. Yes. So you see that. You may be in an environment of blessing. You may be in an environment of blessing, but you are never blessed. You are never blessed. Amen. I remember one day, please, no offense to anybody I'm teaching. You know, as people were getting healed, somebody said, Oh, it's fake. That person went with a headache. You see, so we are in an environment of healing. But you are not benefiting. Because you are into something else. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So God wants to bless you. But the blessing comes as you labor to be blessed by greatly delighting in his commandments. Not by delighting in TikTok. Or whatever talk it is. Snapchat. These are the thieves of your blessing. I said these are the thieves of your blessing. Now, if you will look for your Bible, and you will treat your Bible the way you treat Facebook, the way you treat Instagram, the way you treat TikTok, I tell you, your life will be turned into something that the devil will run away from. Are you hearing what I'm saying? How, how many are coming with me? So turn to your neighbor and said, neighbor, find your Bible. Neighbor, I'm not talking about your phone Bible. I said, find your Bible. Give the Lord a shout. Now that you have found your Bible, you see, I'm talking about what? Labor to what? Those on Facebook, you are welcome. I'm talking about labor to be blessed. I'm preaching from uh, chapter 4, labor for a blessing. And I'm preaching from point number 1 on page number 24. That's where I'm preaching from. And he said, labor for a blessing by keeping his commandments. It means that there is a blessing that comes to you if you will keep his commandments. And we are learning practically how to labor for a blessing by keeping the commandments. And we are saying that it begins by finding your Bible. Somebody say, I will find my Bible. Now that you found your Bible, do me another favor. Can you please open it and read it? The Bible that you have found, neighbor, talk to your neighbor. I mean, I'm not not you, I mean your neighbor. I know you are a holy man, so tell your neighbor. You are a holy man, so just tell your neighbor. I know you are okay, so it's not you, I'm I'm talking about your neighbor. So tell your neighbor that neighbor... Oh, I want to hear you neighbor. Please. Now that you found your Bible. Can you please do me a favor? And read that Bible you have found. Please, what did your neighbor say? He said okay. Amen. Because there's a blessing by reading that Bible. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. On Tuesday, I was sharing a scripture in the service. I think that, let me just use that one. Go to um, Galatians chapter 6. Let's start from verse number 18. What will you find when you are reading your Bible? Galatians, what? 518. Sorry. 518. 518. 518. Quickly. Projector. It says, what? But if ye be led by the Spirit, ye are not what? Under the law. Verse 19. Projector, if you hurry up for us, it will be very blessed, please. Can we read it together? Ready, go. Stop there. So you see that you are laboring to be blessed through the word of God. Is that not so? So you've just discovered that, hey, there are some works of the flesh. In other words, there are some works that do not please God. In other words, there are some things that my flesh do that are what? Sin. Are you here with me? This is, we are talking about somebody who is laboring to be blessed. So he's trying to read the Bible. Are you here with me? Then he says what? He says that now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? Then he says, number one, adultery. Number two, fornication. Number three, uncleanness. Number four, laboring to read the Bible, you will notice that the works of the flesh. Initially you thought that you were not inside. So as you were reading, you were reading with strength, knowing that oh this one there it no be anything. Then when you read the, it it's an adult it's ah let me cry I'm not married so it's not then fornication hey what is fornication oh I'm sure it's different you took your dictionary. and you notice that it's not different from what you thought. And then when you begin to say, hey, Lord have mercy, you have started to unlock a blessing. Because as you are laboring to read the Bible, as you are reading the Bible, it looks like the Bible is choking you. And that's why I say, hey, Lord, have mercy. But not only is God having mercy, but you are also unlocking your blessing. You are also knocking your blessing. Are you here with me? It says what for the next verse? Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. Hallelujah. You see that we are in the church. You see that a little juju and a little uh, Christianity. Yeah. Are you here with me? You see that you are sitting in the church. There is a, uh, what do we call it? There is a a talisman. There is a, uh, no, I'm trying to describe something. There is a a leather belt, a leather string around your waist. And there's a pouch. They've written things on something. They've bent it and they've put it in a pouch. That's what you have around your waist. And you are in the church. And you see that when we are saying, oh, yes, you are the Lord. Then you are saying something. Then when we say we are praying, then you are praying in tongues. And as you are praying in tongues, there is a leather string with a pouch with bent writings inside. Just, just look straight. Nobody will notice you. Are, are, are you understanding what I'm saying? And you see that the, one of the works of the flesh is what? Idolatry. So as you wake up in the morning and you start reading the Bible, you start to discover these things. And then you start, hey Lord, have mercy on me. I, I'm doing you see, then your blessing has started to come. Amen. You see, normally when we are reading the Bible, we don't write like reading these places. Go to the next verse. We are talking, I'm teaching you practically how to labor by what? By keeping the commandments. Amen. Envy. What's the next one? Murder. Drunkenness. Drunkenness is a work of the flesh. Why is the place so quiet? Revelings And such like Now the Bible says and such like So you see that he's just giving you an example He's giving you a scope of things But there are others So he said and such like or And so on and so forth How I many have heard that expression So on and so forth Etc Hallelujah Amen. To mention a few So so Paul was saying that the works of the flesh are the following, to mention a few. I'm talking about keeping commandments. Hallelujah. And such like, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Have we come to church not to inherit the kingdom of God? The next time you go for weekend, remember that those who fornicate, the Bible says, as I've been telling you in time past, and as I've always been telling you, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. Are you here with me? It it, it looks like sometimes we forget. So, you are born again, Amen. amen. You've been baptized, amen. You pray in tongues, amen. But you still go for fornicating weekends. It's called the work of the flesh. And the Bible says that those who do those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is why the preachers who, who preach like that, you call them fire and brimstone. And they preach, you know, you're too strict. You see, that's what you say. But that's what the Bible says. If you don't labor to be blessed by keeping the commandments, you can't follow this one. I want to tell you. And that is why the blessing. That's why the blessing. That's why the blessing that's why the you see that you see that we prayed ah we prayed ah you see we prayed ah but it looks like so ah we prayed ah no it doesn't work this thing they have been saying it, it's not that it doesn't work you 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 you, you cannot be a tongue talking baptized born again christian fornicating and then you expect that God should bless you and how can a fornicating christian come and tell me that God is not powerful The place is very quiet. An adulterer is telling me that, oh, God, he doesn't, God is not doing anything, so I'm going to see a juju man. An adulterer, an adulterous man is coming to tell me that God is not powerful. When Paul is saying that those who do those things, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. Go to the next verse. I, I'm showing you what happens to you when you read the Bible. You realize that immediately. You realize, that, no, I cannot continue like this. Maybe if you are doing your, your reading your Bible on a Friday evening, and you saw this thing, and you are now, this is where your labor. Tell your neighbor, and say, this is where your labor is coming, because you just, say, hey, fornicators, you yeah, have already called her to come. He's already coming for weekend. Come, 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 come. Yes? Oh, hello, sweetie, I have come. You know what? Can you please go? You, I'll call you. The, I'm dealing with a very serious matter. You see, the moment you are able to do that, then God, you see, God is not blind. Eh? I said, God is not blind. Yes. Then God, oh, my son, he's trying to work at it. Let me bless him. Let me help him. Because I've seen that he's trying to, you see that he's told the girl to go, okay. You've not even prayed yet, though, but... God can see. God is not blind. Immediately he sees that you are trying to That is what we call labor to be blessed by obeying or by keeping his commandments. God can see when you are trying to do something about the word of God. He can see it. Don't be deceived. Don't think you are deceiving a pastor. God is not blind. I said God is not blind. Are you here with me? Then it says what? But the fruit of the Spirit. It says love. It says joy. It says peace. Maybe as I'm preaching to you this message. You may look I am today, what is the pastor? But you see, where is your love? You say you are born again, eh? You say you are born again. You say you have the Spirit. Where is your love for the Word of God? That even if I'm doing, I didn't know it was bad. It's sweet in me. I've just read that it's, it's not When you have the Spirit of God, your love for God, you say, hey, even though this is nice to me, I, I have to find the strength to stop. Because God doesn't like it. And you see that the fruit of the Spirit is love. When you have the Holy Spirit, you will love God enough to do certain things. That's why the Holy Spirit is there. Are you here with me? Yeah. It says what? Love, joy, peace, long suffering, patience, patience. When you see a girl coming, can I have, maybe Mary come? You see when you when you're a boy, maybe this is a single lady coming. Please walk this way. Wow. <laughs> you see then you are, you are following. But you see, when you have love, sister, what's your name? Okay. Charlie, maybe if she becomes my beloved, I'll ask her whether she would marry me. And then I'll go and see her parents. That's what is called lung suffering. You keep your zip up. Keep your zip up. I said, keep your zip up. Keep your zip up. Go and see your pastor and tell that, look, there's a certain girl. When I see it, something is doing me, what do we do? When you read your Bible, you will see a word called patience. You see a word called long-suffering. If you say the Holy Spirit lives in you, there is something you will be given the strength to do. It's called long-suffering. Hallelujah. I hope next week you'll be in church. <laughs> <laughs> then it says what? Gentleness, goodness, faith. Faith. If I should tell Pastor Charles, you don't have the Holy Spirit, you'll get annoyed with me right now. He has insulted me. Where is your love? Where is your patience? Where is your gentleness? Where is your goodness? Which are fruits of the Spirit. That When the, when the Holy Spirit is present in you, these are the manifestations. When the flesh is what is operating, then the other manifestations. So my question, laboring to obey the commandments, how come I'm born again? How come I pray in tongues? How come I have a baptismal certificate? Eh? But there are more works of the flesh in my life than the fruit of the Spirit. How many have thought about it? Have you thought about it? I said, have you thought about that? How come that I'm born again? He said that the Spirit bear witness that I'm a child of God. How come is that? It's the flesh that is shouting. And when you ask yourself that question, then God will come and say, oh, my son, I'm showing you mercy. I've seen that you have seen the abnormality in your life. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. That's what it means to labor to be blessed by obeying the commandments. (laughs) Meekness, temperance, Against that, there's no law. Now, I'm interested in the temperance. Temperance means self-control. Sister, can you pass again? Hey, it's like when you see a girl, no. You see, you can't control yourself. And some of the girls, and you see a boy, you can't control yourself. Some of you, when money is lying there and nobody is looking, you can't control yourself. Temperance. How come you are a Christian who can't control yourself? Have you asked yourself that question? Have you seen what we've discovered by just reading the Bible? How many have noticed what we've discovered by just reading the Bible? That is why the devil doesn't want you to read the Bible. I said that is why the devil doesn't want you to. Because you will find out things. And you will discover that, no, my life will be far better when I stop this nonsense and I follow what God is saying. That's why the devil doesn't want you to read the Bible. You got the blessing that will come to you. I said, the blessing that will come to you, the reward that will come to you by just reading the Bible. The devil knows that if you read that Bible, he's lost the battle. So he can't allow you to read it. He will not allow you to labor to be blessed by obeying the commandments. Because he knows that the moment you start obeying those commandments, he's finished. Let me tell you something. Today, you see, before I called, I called very specific. I said, I said, I'm looking for somebody with a left knee problem. Not right, left. You see, before I said that thing, you see, the devil spoke to me. Do you know what he said? You there every Sunday healing. You there every Sunday healing. Yeah. I, did you not notice that it was during the offering time that I called for the people? God, the devil was working on me. Yeah, you there every, the, every time healing. What is this? What is it that we now every time? So it's like hey, sweet cry, I should, so should I call the people to pray for her? I should not? You see? Then I started to debate in my, You see, that is what the devil wants to do to you. That's what the devil wants to do to you. Oh, you are going to read the Bible. Oh, check Facebook. Ah, Facebook. Why should I? Ah, there may be, there may be flow something. Else, so why not check that? The moment you open, no, is going somewhere. Self control. If you say you have the Holy Spirit, how come that the moment you see a girl, then your trousers is coming off? Eh? Have you, because you say, are you not born again? Are you not baptized? Do you not pray in tongues? Or well, I'm not preaching the Bible now. That is why it's called labor to obey, because there will be a labor. Because now it's like challenge this girl. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Help me, Lord. Hey, brother, uh, excuse me. Help me, Lord. Oh, God. Hey, why are you running away? Uh, I'm coming. That's why it's called labor to be blessed. There is a work you will have to do. There's a Bible you have to open. There's a girl that cannot come to your house anymore. There's money you can't steal anymore. There is something that when your parents are saved, you can't respond with disrespect and annoyance anymore because you will learn that... The fruit of the Spirit is meekness. So when my Father is talking to me, even even if what he's saying is wrong, I have to calm down because I have the Holy Spirit. That is what is called meekness. But if you don't read the Bible, if you don't read the Bible, are you listening to me today? That's why we started with the testimony so that when I'm preaching, you will listen. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, our final scripture and then we are closing. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Hallelujah. When you get born again, born again also can be described as another marriage. It's a marriage to Christ. Amen. It's what? Yeah. Don't you know that your bodies are joined, what? Are members of Christ. Then he said, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of harlot?" And he said, God forbid. Somebody say, I carry something. Oh, yes. You carry something. And can you imagine that you are walking with the Lord Jesus Christ? Psalmist, come and be. Look at this nice Jesus Christ. Then as we are going, we are going. Then it's like, because now we are even joined together. We are what? Remember? So then look at Jesus. Jesus is going to chase a girl. Sister Howe, uh, please sit here. Do you see? Now, do you see what is happening? So, are we saying that Jesus is a fornicator? No. You've forgotten that Jesus is part of us. But how has this come about? Because we've not labored to search the scriptures. We've not labored to search the scriptures. So, we don't know. The problem. The problem. They don't know the problem, they don't know. Are you listening to my preaching today? It's a go forbid, go to the next verse. What know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body. That's why we say one husband, one wife. Because you become what? One body. That is why when you have one wife, we say you can't go and be chasing other girls because you are one body with your wife. And here the Bible is showing us that when you give your life to Christ, you become one body with Christ. So the problem is Christ lives in you and then you are hoping like a frog on a girl with Christ in you. How does it sound? Are you learning the scriptures today? For two saith he shall become one. Next verse. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. For man, man is what? Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in the body. And then the Bible says, God is a spirit. So when you are joined to Christ, it becomes what? One spirit. Go to the next verse. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. These areas in the Bible, they are there. Go to the next verse. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Which is in you, which ye are have of God, and ye are not of your own. Somebody say, "My body is the temple of God, the Holy Spirit. He lives in me." Hey, then with the Holy Ghost in you, then you are exercising powerfully. Hey. I thought you say preach on. It looks like today the preacher on is not is not coming. Pastor sacrifice, it looks like today the preacher on is not coming. It used to come. Then people would stand up. They say, "Where can Bishop?" But today, today it looks like <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> the atmosphere is. <laughs> the <laughs> Amen. Next verse. Okay, that's the yes. For ye. Are bought with a price. In the first service, we were singing a song. Mojanti, Na Me won kwa. Yesu Mo Na Me won kwa. Yesu mo Na me won More more Mojanti ye are bought with a price. Remember, you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. In other words, they belong to God. Yeah. Are you here with me? How many are going to labor to be blessed? Do not say that, hey, is this what is in the Bible? If I read, I have to stop, so let me throw the Bible away so I don't know. No, find that Bible. I said find that Bible and begin to read it. Because like I was telling you, the girl is coming or the boy is coming. Brother, not tonight. I have found a scripture. That scripture, if we do this thing, both of us will destroy ourselves oh, then let's do a last one before. I said, no. What I have seen, I want God to see that from today. I want God to see that from today. You see, I want God to see that I'm doing something about it today. There is no last one for the road. There's no last one for the road. No. I want God to see, I've read the scripture, and I want God to see, I want, because pastor has not seen, My shepherd has not seen, but I want God to see that the moment I saw this thing, at least I'm trying to do something about it. So walk out. When he walks out, just say, Lord, have you seen that I've sacked the boy? You see, I'm trying, Lord. Somebody clap for Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Turn to the book of Jonah. Turn to the book of Jonah. I want to show you something there. I have finished, but Jonah has just come up. Jonah chapter 3. Let's read from verse number 4. Now, listen to this. When you labor to be blessed by obeying the commandments... Let, let us see what God's response is. Now, in Jonah chapter 3, verse number 4, he said, And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God. So what was their response? They believed God. When you read the Bible, believe it. When you read the commandment, believe it. Are you there? So they believed God and proclaimed a fast. When they heard the word of God, they believed it and they started immediately. That is how to labor to be blessed by obeying his commandments. Immediately. They believed. And they proclaimed the fast. And they put on sackcloth. He said, Lord, even the clothes we are wearing, we, what we are wearing, we want you to see that we are doing something about this. Somebody say, I'm doing something about this. <laughs> from the greatest of them, even unto the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him. And covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. He didn't even know what to do, so he just removed his royal robes and he sat in ashes. and said, Lord, I don't know what to do, but Lord, can you please have mercy on us? I've heard your word and I don't know what to do. So, you look as I'm sitting in these ashes. Can you please see that I'm trying to do something?" Verse seven. And he caused it to be proclaimed. And published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast nor head or flock taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works. And God saw their works. And God saw their works. You see, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you try, God will see your works. Yeah. He said, God saw their works. Am I I, I preaching to somebody here? God saw their works. That they had turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. He saw their works. That they had turned from their evil. That is how we read the Bible. You read a verse, you turn. You read a verse, you turn. You read a verse, you turn. Then the blessing. I said, then the blessing. Then the blessing. Then the blessing. Are you here with me? That is how the commandment of God will cause you to be blessed. Stand to your feet. Just for a minute or two, you want to pray. I'm sure you have something to pray about. You want to pray, you want to say, Lord, please give me the grace to labor, to be blessed by obeying your commandments. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice the grace, O Lord, Yes, Lord, to live to be blessed, O God, You want to say, Lord, help me to labor to be blessed by obey your commandments talk to the lord talk to him one more time oh god in the name of Jesus Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you, Lord, that you are setting us on a path for a great blessing. Lord, may we not miss this blessing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. With every head bowed, every eye closed. You may be here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. I want to pray, Bishop wants to pray with you today. If you are here and you don't know Jesus, as your lord and savior and um, you want to give your life to Christ today if you're here like that lift up your right hand i'm going to pray for you. all right shall we pray anybody here like that okay father lord in the name of jesus we thank you for your word give us the grace to delight in your commandments give us the grace lord so that you can truly bless us In fact, your word says, blessed is he that readeth. Those who read the Bible, they are blessed. Lord, may we dive deep into the Bible so that you can bless us. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, shall we all say amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated.
0: God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.